Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. Hey Trisha, how are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm fabulous. Are we recording? Yes, we are. are. Recording. Yay! Awesome. Okay. (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome. This is a surprise because it's not Trisha hosting today, but it is Carmen Habibi. I'm the founder of the Kingdom Business Club, and I had the honor to be interviewed recently by the awesome Maria Patricia and. She's got this amazing podcast that you're listening to right now, which is called Words of Life. But today, Trisha is in the hot seat. So (laughs) Trisha is getting interviewed today. And we've got some juicy questions because this woman of God is so full of experience, but most importantly, wisdom. And most, most importantly, her heart for God. She is so sold out on God where everybody could be like, okay, I'm out. She is all in and she keeps on hanging on God's promises and God is blessing her. And we get to see the fruits of her blessings through her impact in her podcast, which is Words of Life. So it's my greatest honor to to return this and put Trisha in her hot seat today. So welcome, Trisha. Hi, thank you very much. (laughs) So how are you? Um, can you let us, can you tell us a little bit? Actually, what I want to know is I was listening to all your podcasts. And I know your viewers do too. What inspired you to birth this podcast, Words of Life? Well, thank you very much. It's a good question to start with. Um, you know, I always have been someone who wanted to inspire people and to encourage people uh, in any shape, way or form. So at some point, you know, when I decided to follow Jesus and I got born again and spirit filled, I realized at some point that I had this gift of encouragement and the Bible speaks about the gift of encouragement. So um, some people have it uh, and it's like a natural gift that God has given them. And I'm, you know, honored to be selected by God to have that gift of encouragement. So that was always, you know, inside of me. And, you know, at some point, um, you know, I would share, you know, little, uh, you know, speeches with people or articles that I would come up with, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, the more I would share them, the more people would, you know, give me feedback. And usually it was very constructive and very positive feedback. And, at some point, I was like, you know what, Lord, I, I just really need a bigger platform, but I don't know how and where to start. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I had this thought of, you know, podcast. And I thought, podcast, really? I never really thought of that. And uh, at least I can't recall it properly. So it might have crossed my mind, but I never really thought I would be someone who would do podcasts. And then a friend of mine, actually, you know, without knowing that I was processing these thoughts, she said to me, Trisha, I think you should do a podcast, you know, because your, your speeches are so inspiring, so you should go for a podcast. And, you know, little did she know that to me that was a huge confirmation, you know, and I said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you said that. 
So, and that was basically the the start of the podcast where, you know, God gave me a bigger platform to reach more people. And the goal is to inspire them and to bring them closer to God. Wow. Thank you so much. And as a result, we're all getting impacted. I loved your recent podcast that you created, which is how to not react out of our emotions. Mm-hmm. And that was really powerful. And I know your heart of um for women as well because the way that i met you i I shared it in the last interview that you where you interviewed me um we met at costa and i was sitting on a table next to you and i was listening to your conversation and you have this heart specifically for women like i i was even encouraged on a table next to you i didn't even know you and (laughs) (laughs) it's just like something about i can say you're so spirit-filled and I, one of the things, because I know you personally as well, and you've become a friend of mine, is the the interesting thing is the walk with God is that we are constantly faced with adversities. Yeah. So it's very, I love how God is using you where a lot of times in the area where you're challenged the most, you're actually mm-hmm. encouraging the most. Yeah. And I just want to tap onto this, like, for example, in the area of, um, you know, confidence or having insecure, the adversity you face is insecurity or, you know, in the area of relationships, just believing God for this godly man and not settling your standards, just knowing that you deserve God's best. But and in the waiting, you are so spiritful to be able to encourage others. So can you share with me a bit more where that comes from? How do you get this power to share from that place even despite you having all these adversities and challenges that you faced wow another powerful question <laughs> yeah we're going straight into the juice Ooh, jesus I it's need, trisha's uh, podcast come on yes. i need the holy spirit hey I need <laughs> Ooh, Lord. okay so okay okay this is uh, a question that i will have to break down at least in two three pieces Let's so do first it. Of all, uh, confidence. You, you said confidence. Okay, where does the confidence come from? And, you know, how do you deal with insecurities? Okay, first of all, we all have insecurities. Okay, let's tackle that down. I mean, there is no way you will meet one person on the face of the earth where they will say, oh, I have no insecurities at all. So first of all, let's acknowledge the truth. Okay, we all have insecurities. But the question is, what do we do with these insecurities? And where do they actually come from? Okay. So uh, without going into therapy, you know, I think what you can do is, you know, bring your insecurities to God and say, okay, God, first of all, help me to understand where this is coming from. Second of all, help me to uh, uh, heal from it uh, or deliver me from it, or at least help me to deal with it in a way that is constructive and is going to help me and others to actually uh, walk confidently um, through life. So confidence comes from the creator. You go to God and he tells you who you actually really are. So he will uh, clothe you with uh, the identity that he has bought on the cross for you. So you are a new creation in Christ as soon as you accept Jesus. So now you are a child of God. You are a queen. You are part of the royal family of God. So you have no reason, you know, to walk with your uh, head down, Uh, through the streets of, you know, uh, your life, but you can really uh, hold your head up high and say, you know what, I'm I'm the the child of the Most High and uh, I have been created on purpose and, you know, I'm valuable and I have Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of Lords, who died for me on the cross. 
So imagine how much worth you have in God's eyes that he would give his life for you. So that is where I draw my confidence from and everyone should draw their confidence out of. So the second part of the question uh, was regarding uh, waiting on, on, on God's best uh, mm-hmm. in general, but particularly when it comes to your love life. I can only encourage people to really wait for God's best, no matter how long it takes, no matter how long uh, the journey is and how difficult it can get. And, you know, I've been through a lot and, you know, um, I'm in my 40s. People don't believe me, but I'm in my 40s. <laughs> and, you know, for many things, I had to wait for a long, long time. But God has been good and he has been faithful and he's answered, you know, most of my prayers. And, you know, the prayers that are yet to be answered, you know, I'm confident and I'm very hopeful that they will be answered. But I can only, you know, out of my own experience, encourage everyone to uh, stay on the course and trust God. That first of all, he is good. Second of all, he is faithful and he will give you mm. only the best. So if you are waiting uh, for, you know, a, a, a romantic relationship or you're waiting for something else that is big and huge, Please don't try to produce it yourself, but just let it go and trust God. Wow, I love this. And yeah, you definitely don't look like you're in your 40s. You're still looking young and fresh and you're just (laughs) getting better. So um, now, you know, one of the things that I like to do is giving as well practical ways. So Mm. what would you advise single Christian woman yeah. whilst they're waiting mm-hmm. what are things they can do one of the things that I remember you told me was to prepare and I'm like yes. prepare for what I don't even see a husband here like mm. where? <laughs> so yeah um what what are practical things that you can do uh, a Christian woman can do whilst waiting Another really good question. Definitely uh, happy to share out of my own experience what I've been doing and learning from, you know, other uh, Christian women that, you know, have taught me uh, how to, um, you know, make the best of your uh, singlehood while you're still single. Uh, So what I used to do, and obviously, you know, uh, these are practices that you can still continue even though you are in a relationship already or you're married. But, you know, particularly when you're single, And what I used to do most of the time is um, I would try to focus uh, on building my relationship with God. So meaning Mm. that, you know, I would reach out to him every day. You know, I would make sure that I would have my intimate time with him, uh, you know, praying and listening to God, uh, you know, obviously reading the word of God, the Bible every day. Uh, So making sure that the highest uh, priority is your relationship to God and that, you know, everything Uh, then comes out of that so that the relationship to God is your foundation for life so that you make sure you have time for God first and then comes the rest you know your 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 partner your work your whatever comes you know so and after that you know you know after you know praying and reading the word of God allowing God to actually work on you so rather than you know focusing on you know, what you want in your husband or what you want in your partner, uh, try to become the best version of who you are meant to be first mm-hmm. rather than thinking about your future husband or wife or whatever. Okay, just think about how can I become the best wife, the best husband? I don't know, it depends on your gender, obviously, but how can I become the best wife um, that God can make me? Yeah, so, and obviously, Proverbs 31 is the best 
inspiration uh, to draw from. Proverbs 31 speaks about the, the godly woman, the perfect woman, basically. Um, mm -hmm. But don't focus too much on being perfect, but rather, you know, being a work in progress that is becoming more and more the perfect woman that God has called you to be. Wow, I love this. It's also something that you shared with me, which I literally had to pull out my phone as we were having a <laughs> fancy lunch together in a beautiful hotel in London. Yeah. And I was taking my phone out to take notes because you were sharing as well um, what to look for in a godly yeah. man. Mm -hmm. And this was so powerful. And mm. I think, you know, we all have our list. But if you were to throw out your whole list and you really focus on those four things, yeah. you got it. So what are, can you share with us what you shared with me? What are the things yeah. that a godly woman should look into a God, for a godly man? Yeah, so this is not my wisdom at all. I mean, this is out of a book uh, that is called uh, Four Things Women Want from a Man. And it's uh, written by A.R. Bernard. And it's basically, I think he's a pastor. And, um, you know, he uh, wrote this book. And um, he also, before I think he published it, he um, asked his wife to actually basically check the box yeah <laughs> so is this, is this ready to go basically yeah so and the four things the four pillars that he uh, has come to understand through you know decades of experience and his own marriage and he's still married for decades and you know counseling and everything he broke it down in four pillars so it's maturity consistency decisiveness and strength so these four pillars are things that women uh, desire in a man that they want to consider as potential husband. So maturity, consistency, decisiveness, and strength. And I would actually like to break down why, okay? So mm -hmm. maturity, I need you to be mature because you are going to be the leader of my household, okay? That's right. So I need to be able to trust you that your decisions and your leading is going to be mature, okay? Uh, I can't have you being childish because I need a man I can rely on, you know, and uh, then I need your consistency because consistency builds trust. And without having trust in a relationship, we can't go anywhere. Okay. So consistency is also important, meaning every day you show up every day, you make sure I feel as the most important person in your life because I'm your wife. Okay, then decisiveness, because we can't have a man that is not able to make a decision or is always uh, um, having two minds like, you know, he's split, he's schizophrenic, he doesn't really know what he wants. So decisiveness is very important. And actually, the male energy, if there is something about the male energy, they, they can tell you that they are decisive. Men are very decisive. So usually when a man is not decisive, there is something wrong in his life. There's something that is not working properly and he needs mm -hmm. to check himself. And the last one is strength. So I need you to be physically, emotionally and spiritually strong. Uh, and strength uh, is very attractive to a woman because it gives us the, the feeling of assurance and security and feeling safe okay if you are strong mentally uh, emotionally spiritually and physically i feel safe in your presence i feel mm. safe in your arms i feel safe in whatever you say i can't have you flip uh 
in and out of something, okay? I need you to be stable. I need you to be uh, an anchor. I need you to be, um, how can I say, uh, 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 um, a pillar, you know? So I can't have you today strong, tomorrow weak. And obviously, it doesn't mean that a man is not allowed to be weak or a man is not allowed to have his yeah. breakdowns. But that is something that is going to happen in the, in, in the privacy of our marriage. That's going to happen behind our walls where I allow you to break down because you are safe with me, okay? Yeah. And you can open up, you can melt down, that's fine. But out there, I need you to be strong. You know, I need you to be strong and people have to be inspired by your strength. And again, it doesn't mean you're not authentic. You can also share your weaknesses with the world. But, you know, a man wants to be strong. And obviously a woman finds it very attractive and sexy when a man is strong. And I think all women agree to that, right? So I guess yeah. that's, that's what it is, the four pillars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, you know, we have such limited time and everything that you just spoke on, this should be like a podcast in itself. Yeah. <laughs> and I really think that you should unpack it because I have many girlfriends and we all are in different stages in our relationships and we all struggle with the same things, you know. And one of the things that I took from your conversation is that shifting our focus from, you know, instead of focusing on, you know, getting that person is focusing on, can I become the wife, you yes. know? And I think if the men do that as well, can I be the best yes. person? Can I be the best husband before you even get married? Yeah. You know, can I be the best wife before you even have a husband? And, and you know focusing what? on that. Yeah. Let me, let me just chip in uh, one more thing that when you focus on becoming the best version of, who you're called to be and becoming that marvelous wife that God has called you to be, guess what? You will automatically attract naturally the high value man that you deserve. So if you are a high value woman, guess what? You're going to attract a high value man. But, you know, sometimes even a high value uh, man or woman sometimes, you know, can, can become a bit unstable or flaky, but, when that happens, you need to make sure that you reestablish the value of yourself so mm -hmm. that the other person can also reestablish their own value so that they can match up with you again. Because, you know, if you are a high-value woman and your high-value man all of a sudden starts to, I don't know, not be anymore the high-value man that you, you, you saw in the beginning, then you need to readjust and say, uh, hold on. You know, if you are not holding up to the high value that I met you when, when, when I met you in the beginning, you know, I can't hold up with the, the lower value of you. I need mm -hmm. you to, you know, uh, uh, line up again to the high value man that you used to be. So wow. as a high value woman, you have to make sure that the high value man in your life, when he enters your life, stays a high value man as you stay the high value woman as well. And how do you do that? You do that by checking the boxes every day. Are you, being, right. are you being mature? Are you being decisive? Are you being consistent? Are you being strong? So you check yourself, but you also check your partner. And if, if, if one of you starts lacking in that, you need to readjust and, you know, find your equilibrium and really, uh, uh, you know, balance it out because otherwise it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Oh, that's so beautiful said. I mm. totally, totally relate. <laughs> and um, one last question, yeah. Trisha. There's, mm. A lot of women right now I speak to, um, they're so attached to the version of the man that they met at the beginning. 
And what does it like? What I want to touch point on is that I meet a lot of women who are heartbroken (laughs) because they have this, they are preparing as this godly wife. They are doing their part, but Mm. they're the person that they're with are not pulling through. Mm. And there is this, this um, fork that they're facing. Yeah. And what, how would you advise them? Like, what how can a woman mm. it could be possible break up or it could go further but how would you um advise a woman to heal even from a broken heart should mm-hmm. there be a separation because it that doesn't matter how long somebody has been together if your values are not aligned at some point or something happens it's mm-hmm. always it's always heartbreaking <laughs> and yeah. yes we may bounce back quicker because we have got god on our side Mm-hmm. But um, if that situation comes, which I know a lot of women are facing, mm. they need to let go because maybe that's not their ideal mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. What, how would you advise them to heal from that? Okay, first of all, uh, before thinking about ending a relationship or breaking up with someone you have been with, uh, just because, you know, as I mentioned before, the high value person all of a sudden kind of drops a little bit. That's true, uh, yeah. It doesn't mean that you have to think immediately, oh, okay, this is not God sent. Uh, I have to break up now. This is not working. No, no, no. Mm. Don't be too quick in making assumptions or making decisions you might regret later. I need to take note of that. I'm very yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah. So what you need to do is actually evaluate the situation and the person and take your time, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not immediately, you know, like, say time out or break out or break up no no no. just you know take your time you know just step back a little bit and take your time to think and meditate and pray most of all and then Mm -hmm. ask god okay god what am i supposed to do what is this what is happening tell me is this still you and if this is still you what am i supposed to do and Mm -hmm. god might tell you you just wait and see what happens or he might tell you, do this or do that. So I can't really tell you what God is going to tell you. But what I can say is, rather than, you know, cutting it off and breaking up with the person straight away, what you should do is go back to God, take your time, think, pray, and then act. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the second thing is, if you decide to break up because, you know, God has confirmed to you, this is not God, uh, and you need to break up because God has something better for you, then first of all, accept the advice of God, uh, let it go and let God, and then, you know, end the relationship in a decent manner and a respectful manner and thank the person for what they have been giving to you and what they have invested into you and then mm. just gently let them go and um, let God. And then obviously allow God to heal your heart and, trust me only god can heal your heart and i've been through a lot of heartbreaks so i know that uh first of all god is able to heal your heart and Mm. second of all he's the only one who can do it trust me he's the only person that can fix you that's Uh, true you know i love that song is is it cold play that sing that that song uh i'm gonna fix you or something like that i don't know Mm -hmm. but you know and i love that song because it reminds me of how god is able to fix you um in the song, obviously, he says, you know, I'm going to fix you or I want to fix you. But obviously, we know that people 
can't change you and they can't fix you. And, right. uh, and the other way around is the same. So we can't do it, they can't do it. Only God can fix you. Why? Because he created you. So he wow. knows which glue to pick to fix the pieces. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful said. Well, we could talk for hours as I know. always. <laughs> but okay. there's so much words of wisdom, I'm sure. If you're listening to this, even if you... If you listen to this the second time, I'm sure you'll hear something that you haven't heard the first yeah. time. Yeah. And one of the things that I advise all the listeners is just binge listen to all the episodes here <laughs> because there's so much truth bomb, wisdom, and you can tell it's so mm-hmm. Holy Spirit filled. And I know Trisha personally, and it's been really an honor to have to see another woman of faith fl- flourish like this in the midst of adversities and just having God's strength is just incredible. Mm-hmm. And you need people like this. So uh, before we close down, I just want to, um, again, go back to the last podcast that Trisha did. Uh, me and Trisha did an interview as well. Um, and also I will have Trisha speaking for a few minutes at my event, the Kingdom Business yeah. Club soon, where she's also going to be uh, touching more points on this so um it's a community of faith and growth driven leaders like trisha and yeah just stay connected to an environment like this continue listening to this so trisha last question to you mm-hmm. um what is the one encouragement holy spirit like let now do you feel that every listener um you know you want to you know pa- pass on if you could like if all your podcasts let's say all your podcast all your everything that you've created has been vanished and you have this one message that you really want to get out what would it be you know what I could say so many things but the one thing that comes to mind is that that thing that Jesus said I'm the way the truth and the life wow that's it mic drop (laughs) mic drop that sums it up I mean that is the the only thing I want people to know is that he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, and everything else will, will unfold anyway uh, once you have that revelation, you know. Uh, because I could say God loves you, God has a great plan for you, but no, no, no. What, what, what it is all about is to understand that Jesus is the way, he is mm. the truth, and he is the life, period. Beautiful. <laughs> well said. Love it. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trisha. That Thank was amazing. You. Thank you. You have been a great host. Thank you Thank so you. much. And it's like we have our you. usual conversations, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very natural, yeah. <laughs> well, I love you so much. And I, see I you love soon. you. Yeah. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.blogspot.com. trishabritannia.blogspot.com. Thank you and have a lovely day.